Hello, hello, hello. So I hope everyone is good. So thank you for everyone who is listening to the podcast at the minute. So we have the next episode of the Shane Walsh podcast. And today is going to be another solo episode. So the, the last few kind of solo episodes have gone down pretty well. So I'm going to be kind of be doing these kind of for the next little while on kind of the Wednesdays. And then probably in, in 2023 is either continue with them or else I will go back down to one episode a week. So it all depends on timing. It all depends on that side of things. So I just want to say a massive thank you to everyone who has listened, downloaded, whatever it may be. It's pretty cool to see the podcast where, where it's at, having companies come on and looking to kind of sponsor it. And that's down to you guys creating it, down to you guys supporting it. And I really do appreciate that. And the best way to continue to support it is share it up on your stories. The best way to continue to support it is to review it up on iTunes and up on Spotify. The best way to continue to share, to kind of kind of su- support it is to kind of share it with friends. So please continue to do that. It really does mean mean the world when I get comments and all that kind of thing. So I really do appreciate that. So one of the things that's kind of come into my head over the last little while from kind of working with clients on a regular basis is the element of mindset. And I know I've done an episode on mindset recently and one of the things that a lot of people over like kind of can kind of forget and is that they can think they think that they can diet themselves out of a or lose the lose weight out of a kind of a poor mindset around things. And I really do believe mindset is everything. And it's it's become a bit of a trendy topic over the past few years of everyone talking about mindset, everyone becoming like a positive mindset guru, business mindset guru, change your mindset guru. Like there are so many mindset gurus out there touting the phrase that can be forgiven for thinking it's an overused term or a cliche. And it's based on kind of woo-woo or very little substance. But when it comes to kind of success or it comes to be happy or fulfilling a life whatever that looks like for you mindset really does play a massive role with it your mindset will determine whether you eventually achieve your goals how you will deal with the disappointment how you work through challenges and how you get through your darkest days and there's an amazing book called the happiness trap by russ harris i think is the author's name and in that book uh, the author talks about kind of like we can't have the good days without the bad days. People think that life is going to be like a Disney movie, but we can't really experience the kind of the, the kind of the happier times if we don't have those kind of lower days. We need to have those lower days to be able to learn to experience and know how to actually challenge ourselves. And a lot of people kind of went, and I was one of these for a very long time, is when things kind of get ramped up they tend to drop everything that has worked and kind of go back into the former self. And they tend to drop themselves, they tend to drop the things that have been working. And your mindset is very, very linked to your kind of like your fitness or your weight loss goal as well. But it's finally, we need to understand what kind of a mindset is and kind of like we're going to talk about a few different things. The mind. mindset generally refers to your thoughts your beliefs your habits and that that they ultimately shape your behaviors and your mindset determines what you believe about the world yourself and others it also determines how you actually behave and how you react to situations you can either have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset and if you have read a book you may understand what i'm kind of talking about with kind of a particular book about kind of fixed mindset versus growth mindset the fixed mindset is 
something that is you believe your abilities your attributes your habits beliefs are, are set in stone and cannot change you believe that everything from your talents intelligence your earning power your body shape are set in stone and there's no room for you to grow or evolve you will also discount small changes as unimportant or irrelevant or irrelevant so people with the fixed mindset are some of these things that kind of come through that are they avoid challenges by being complacent or living a complacent life they give up easily when kind of obstacles come their way see effort or learning something new as pointless or a waste of time believe that change is impossible don't believe they can achieve their goals ignore constructive feedback or take it as personal criticism feel threatened when other people succeed they kind of gossip about other people as a way to make themselves feel better they think they know uh, better than everyone else and they never reach their that their kind of full potential and then if we look at kind of the growth mindset if you have a growth mindset you believe that change is possible through perseverance and consistent effort you see mistakes as a stepping stone to success as challenges as opportunities to learn and grow you don't believe that everything about you is static but rather you have the power to determine what your life will look like you can also understand that small changes add up to big changes over time and people with the growth mindset have a desire to learn and grow they embrace challenges they persist when they experience setbacks they value work and effort because they know it will lead to change they learn from mistakes they use constructive feedback as a way to improve themselves or their performance look for their for lessons in other people's success find other success stories and find them inspiring and reach higher levels of success and are more likely to reach their full potential uh, full potential so that kind of growth mindset versus fixed mindset is by an author called carol dweck so I would highly recommend get to get the book. I think it's called Mindset and it's really, really useful. So a good example of the difference between the fixed mindset and the growth mindset is a story of the tortoise and the hare. Like we've all heard this. So the hare, it was so certain that he would win the race that he stopped partway through, lay down and had a nap. Meanwhile, the tortoise kept going, plodding along, always moving forward. And by the time the hare woke up, the tortoise, tortoise had overtaken him. Even running as fast as he could, the hare could not catch up with the tortoise who ended up winning the race. The hare had a fixed mindset because he believed that his fast running skills would be enough to, to win and he thought he knew better than the tortoise. The tortoise had a growth mindset because he believed that he just needed to keep working hard and keep going to win. He never doubted his ability to win or wasn't afraid to lose. If he did, he would never have agreed to the race in the first place. So now you know the different mindsets. It's time to look at why these are actually important to have a growth mindset so why is actually mindset so important and often overlooked it can make or break people it really can and the single most important influence when it comes to success and happiness is is kind of mindset i'm not saying that you're going to be happy all the time i'm not going to be saying that you're going to be sad all the time the, it's because the mindset can ultimately kind of influence everything that we do on a on a daily basis even if you have the best intentions to achieve something, your mindset will determine whether or not you succeed or not. So how often have you kind of said, right, I'm going to go out for a walk or I'm going to go to the gym and you just kind of procrastinate, 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 procrastinate and you're like, and then it's the end of the day and the day is gone. So here's an example. Um, Sarah wants to lose weight, but she's not sure, what she, uh, not sure that she actually can. She has tried so many times, but each time something prevents her from sticking to her plan. This time, Sarah has decided to join a gym and work with a weight loss coach. She figures that reaching her goal will be easier if someone else can push her 
to do what she what she needs to do because she's never been good at motivating herself to eat, eat well or exercise well. Sarah has a lot of difficulty in the beginning because her training sessions are early in the morning. She's never really been a morning person, so finds it hard to get out of bed early. She often runs late and sometimes misses her session because it's too hard. If she knew she'd get, have to get up early, she may have overlooked or may have kind of passed by or looked for a coach who ran sessions later in the day. So she also thinks it's a little unfair that the coach won't run sessions to suit people like her. When Sarah's coach heard her complain about the time of the training sessions, he gave her some tips that would make it easier for her. Sarah felt like he was like she was kind of like being given out to in trouble for complaining. So decided that she wasn't going to say anything anymore. The coach will end just, will, will just have to accept that she may not be there for every session. After a few months, Sarah has lost some weight, but not as much as she was hoping for. Starts comparing herself with others at the gym and feels angry. She decides it's not fair that some people find it easy to lose weight and she doesn't. She tells herself that she's never been able to lose weight and she never will. She starts to wonder if she's wasting her time again. A week later, Sarah kind of trips up some stairs and sprains her ankle. Her doctor told her that she won't be able to do any exercise for at least three to four weeks. And when she starts back, she will have to take it slowly. Sarah's angry, frustrated because she knows that without exercise, she'll never be able to lose the weight. She doesn't see the point in working with her coach right now. So she decides to completely stop working with them and tells them she'll come back when she can get back to exercise. So what actually happens when you actually have the fixed mindset? So in that example with Sarah, Sarah has a very fixed mindset. She doesn't believe she can lose weight. So that's become a story. That's become a self-professing story. She believes she needs someone to motivate her to lose weight. She claims she's not a morning person. When her coach gives her tips to tell her to cope with early morning, she takes it personally that she feels like kind of like the coach has an agenda against her. She's not willing to try new things to get her to help her to get early into this routine. She believes that other people find it easier to lose weight than she does. So that becomes a story. She decides it's not fair that others can lose weight and she can't. That becomes a story. She thinks she's wasting her time her time even trying. That has become a story and then becomes the kind of like the belief system. When she is faced with the challenge of spraining her ankle, she gives up because she doesn't see the point in trying if she can't exercise. It's safe to say that in that example, Sarah has a fixed mindset and will struggle to kind of ultimately lose weight and get to the ultimate goal for herself. Now that example isn't uncommon. There's going, there is setbacks. People will have setbacks. I know one of my long-term clients who's probably listening to this has had an injury and the gym has become, that was basically my client. And that client has kind of started from zero to loving the gym, getting PBs, getting smashing squats, lifting an incredible amount of weight and consistency superb form and getting changing the goals and if she's listening to this she knows exactly who i'm talking about and now she has an injury and went into a little bit of a kind of fed up mode and when we get fed up or it's completely normal response when we get injured we get a little bit fed up and we kind of get kind of almost kind of can fall into a victim mode. It's a completely normal response. It's a really normal response. But after kind of maybe a week or two, after having spoken with that client that we're that I'm kind of using as an example in this case, is we were kind of like, right, what can we do? Right, we need to go to physio to see exactly what's going on. So went to physio, have been going to physio, have been focusing on getting the walks in, working on the nutrition together things are definitely changing weight loss is still occurring and it's 
it's it's great to see as I use it as a time to probably go out for a few more meals, see mates, see parents or whatever it may be a little bit more and use that as a, as that time as a little bit more kind of way to kind of go along with our values and kind of seeing people and going, going outside and going to weddings, all this kind of stuff. So, and then now has a deadline of, right, you're going to be able to go back to the gym in four or five weeks. So it's, it's amazing to see how from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset that has evolved and it can be changed. So, so what would happen if I kind of use that example of Sarah in kind of change it from a growth mindset? So we're going to have a look at that now. So why is it important to have a growth mindset? So you've heard, probably heard the saying of when the going gets tough, the tough gets going. And the tough people are those with the growth mindset. These people are not afraid of challenges and don't run away from them because they know that the path to success will always include hurdles and adversity. Instead of giving up, they will face or they'll find a way to kind of keep going no matter how many times they get knocked down. In the case of Sarah in the example, she was annoyed about the early morning sessions because she found it hard to get up early. She took it personally when her coach tried to make her cope or helped her cope with the early mornings. She got angry when she saw other people succeeding and she gave up when she sprained her ankle. If Sarah had kind of that growth mindset, she would have understood that getting up early would become easier if she practiced consistently over time. She would have understood that her coach was only trying to help her with advice, not criticizing and taking the advice of made things a lot easier for her. She also would have realized that consistent effort would lead her to losing weight, just like the person she was comparing herself to. And she also would have understood that while she not be, might not be able to exercise, there were a lot of other things she could focus on, including sleeping, reducing stress, kind of regular meals, better eating, that would have helped her to kind of lose weight. Also potentially could have done a little bit of kind of other cardio stuff in the gym or could have focused on some upper body workouts, could have, yeah, a few things were, uh, uh, a few things that could have helped her, could have gone on the rowing machine, could have gone a few cardio machines that would have helped her to kind of been conducive to what the ultimate goal was. So realistically, Sarah would have been able to keep going despite the difficulty she was facing. And the truth is that weight loss transformation is not a linear journey. A lot of people think it's going to be a straight line. And you need to be able to keep going through the tough times and not give up, which is why a growth mindset is so important. And you need to look at it from another element of it as well. You have to, and you'll need to focus on what you can control. So people with the growth mindset understand that they can't control everything. And only trying, and trying to, it kind of, kind of, leads into kind of adding more stress to your life and kind of a lot more overwhelm instead they focus on the things within their control and, and kind of let go of the rest and in the case of Sarah she was trying to control her weight by focusing on exercise when she wouldn't when she couldn't exercise anymore she freaked out instead of looking at what else could have been done and for example Sarah could have used this time to get better at her meal prep could have used at this time to work on our portion control this could have used time to kind of focusing on getting more rest and sleep and we could have done some and could have done some inner work on on her why the reason she wanted to lose weight in the first place and you need to understand that why a lot of people overlook that element and i've spoken about it on so many episodes of the podcast already and there are there were an actual lot of factors within sarah's control and but her fixed mindset 
caused her to focus on the one thing she couldn't control and in the end gave up. So with the growth, growth mindset as well, you'll end up finding positives in the situation. So a growth mindset will allow you to see the positives in any situation. A good example of this is kind of the COVID-19 global pandemic. There's no doubt there's been so many negatives about that situation. And that is why most people have, uh, what a lot of people have focused on through no fault of their own. Not being able to see family, loss of income, homeschooling, being in lockdown, etc. However, there are also positives with the pandemic. People who cope better may have kind of seen it as an opportunity to focus on learning a new hobby, maybe going out for walks, maybe kind of going to have been maybe closer with their parents, making sure that they're okay. There were bonds there that have probably been built over COVID kind of zoom calls and having zoom chats with mates they probably wouldn't have checked in on a regular basis there are obviously positives and negatives to every situation and in the case of sarah the 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 negatives associated with training early in the morning and the negatives of having a sprained ankle drove a lot of what what sarah was trying to do instead of thinking about how hard it was to get up in the morning a person with a growth mindset would have seen the positives for example, their exercise is out of the way, nice and early, and they get to see the sunrise maybe, they start the day doing something positive for themselves. Similarly, while a person with a growth mindset may have been frustrated without, about spraining their ankle, they would have been, uh, been able to see past it and find some positives. Example, had more time to work on habits, more ha- kind of more time to work on meal prep, getting better sleep, managing stress, finding their why. When you have a growth mindset, you'll 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 be able to see any positive, a lot of positives in most situations. This will leave you feeling less overwhelmed, happier, positive, um, and a little bit less stressed as well. I want to ensure that you'll continue to progress towards your goal. Another big massive one is that you'll embrace the lessons, and every situation, especially negative ones, is an opportunity to teach us something. That's the attitude of someone with a growth mindset. And the example above that I I kind of that I kind of gave um, with Sarah someone that has had an injury or someone who has with a growth mindset who sprained their ankle may have asked themselves what they can learn from the situation it may have been an opportunity to look at the reason why they tripped up the stairs were they tired if so why was it because they weren't eating enough or maybe not getting enough sleep were they stressed the absolute max were they having an argument because they were tired or whatever it may be? What could they do to improve their sleep? What could they do to ensure they were eating enough food? Was there something they need to learn to, or was it just an accident? Like it could easily have been an accident as well. But what in the case that I've been speaking about throughout this, Sarah decided to focus on only the inconvenience and the impact that it had on her ability to exercise. And by doing this, she a, a lesson was there for her to be, uh, to be learned and I ended up kind of self-sabotaging her results by telling her that she'll never lose weight if she can't exercise and ended up quitting altogether. So another thing that kind of comes in is with a, with people with the growth mindset achieve their goals because they believe they can and they don't see setbacks or hurdles as barriers um, and what a lot of people can do but rather an opportunity to learn something they need to learn in order to move forward. They're not afraid to make mistakes because they focus on the lessons they learn rather than the mistake they made. People with growth mindsets are not afraid to actually take action and don't run away from challenges. 
while they may find challenges difficult, they do believe that on the other side it's something that is even better and so willing to keep putting the work in, pushing through a little bit more discomfort and coming out the other side. They also understand that achieving goals can take time and work and effort. And sometimes the expectations and versus the reality of things is what can trigger people and kind of like, well, if it's this hard, what's the point? And that could be that fixed mindset directing things. And when we talk talk about Sarah again, we kind of doubted that she could lose the weight before she even started. Um, and she saw every other obstacle as proof that she couldn't. That story of I can't lose weight, I have a broken metabolism. When you don't have a broken metabolism, if you have a broken metabolism, you, you, you wouldn't be on this earth. The early mornings, other people succeeding when she wasn't. And finally, the sprained ankle was kind of like the tipping of the iceberg for her. The, the truth is that the trajectory to success is not linear. Uh, it involves twists, it involves turns, obstacles, setbacks. Whatever you are in, business, life, relationships. And I, I am a true believer of that. We kind of There are lessons to be learned kind of along the way of any drop in things or any challenge that kind of comes in we can it, it sometimes it takes us it kind of takes us a step back or it takes us a little while to kind of ponder it and it can take a little bit of time to kind of like actually meander your way through that side of things and the only way to navigate through these things is kind of working on that growth mindset without one everything seems too hard and you'll end up probably quitting before you even get start started you'll end up with the growth mindset you can get through your your harder days there's no escaping that the fact we all have kind of like those lower days and i'm not gonna some days are lower for other people some days are they don't want to move that's and that's fine and it's important to know there is mental health professionals out there that can aid you and we're all going to get that 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 call that someone has unfortunately passed away or someone who has got ill or getting someone has got a serious illness unfortunately and if someone is struggling with it, that side of things at the minute it is important to reach out to talk to people or talk to someone or you'll find yourself in a traumatic situation and how to work through those situations or figure out what's important for you will, will help and guide you to kind of cope with what 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 you a little bit better it doesn't mean that you can't be sad. It doesn't mean that you can't be scared. It doesn't mean you can't be devastated or emotional, whatever it means. But it's kind of like figuring out what's important for you. And it's, no one's immune to have it. Like a lot of us haven't been taught how to deal with our emotions. And a lot of us don't have the tools in our arsenal of how to, deal with life when a curveball comes at us and it's through practice it's through opening up being vulnerable being uncomfortable that side of things that will help us to grow that kind of mindset that will help us and i think it's important for us to kind of know that there are others out there to help you and you'll be able to you can only help others if you actually help yourself first and a lot of people get that the wrong way it's important to look at it from that way. So how do we actually develop a growth mindset? And it's it's very possible to develop a, a growth mindset even if you have a fixed one. Um, 
and the key steps realistically are committing to developing a growth mindset understanding and accepting that you have challenges avoid running away from challenges letting go of trying to control everything you need to ask yourself what is control doing for you that is the big thing and by trying to the ironic thing is by trying to control everything you're ending up controlling nothing look right at a list of what you can control and write out a list of what you can't control and you'll see that you're giving up so much of the stuff that you want to and can't control and giving it all on all that energy to the stuff you can't control look for the lessons and everything um, and become teachable celebrate your wins celebrate non-scale victory celebrate the smaller wins and they add up over time you almost get credit in the bank for that and maybe seek guidance from a therapist or a coach to work on these and it's really really important to kind of look at and say that it's about celebrating the small wins no journey whatever whatever field it's in is going to be a linear field we probably we will have these accidents we will get sick we will kind of pick up a cold or whatever it may be or a vomiting bug or one of the kids will get sick or someone in the family will kind of need our assistance that a little bit more but when it comes to some of the stories that sarah was kind of talking about in that in the example that i was kind of providing was the stories around i can't lose weight i'm not a morning person they drove um a lot of what of the actions that were in place i remember when I was working at one-to-one uh, in in the gym that I had a client and I was, my hours are pretty kind of tight at that time. I was very, very busy and was kind of full as a one-to-one uh, PT and literally couldn't take anyone on. And the last person that kind of came in, I had to try and work the hours in to my schedule. I tried to kind of like, because each each client was allocated a certain block. So after every, like, so say Sarah, for example, was given this kind of like the half five or 5.35, Kate was given 6.35, uh, Jane was given a 7.35. So they were given certain times. And I remember this client in particular kind of came in and I could kind of sense from the initial consultation that we had that, it may not be the most might not be the best fit um but she kind of sold it to me that she was going to give her all, all that kind of thing so she was like i can't do this time this time this time this time and i, I was kind of like okay i'll try to do my absolute best to try and to try and get you into the calendar at this time but these are the two times that i have for you and at that time she was moving job she was changing career i think it was as well and there was something else going on the kind of the time frame that she had was only like a two and a half hour time frame in the middle of the day and at that time i didn't really work the middle of the day uh, because of i was studying and i needed to sleep uh, after being up so early because i was back in the evenings at that time my hours were like up at five o'clock in the morning then finishing up with clients after training so i'd be home by like lunchtime and then i'll be at home for two or three hours and then back in at like four o'clock until probably half nine so it was very long days so i only had a small finite window for myself that i needed because if i didn't have that i wouldn't have been fair on the client so when i was talking to this client i was kind of like well i only have this time here that you can latch on that you can have as a little bit earlier than she probably wanted but 
kind of had the first couple of sessions and I could kind of sense there was a little bit of a um just a bit of like a harsh atmosphere and I kind of kind of kind of said to her at the end of kind of like the third session I was kind of like is everything okay and she was like but I could see it in her face and I could see right is everything okay and she was like I'm not overly happy with the the, the times that you you are have for me I was like well I have to like I have to be able to try and facilitate every single person. It's very difficult to do that. I can't work these other hours because I need to kind of look after myself. And at the end of the discussion, I was I was kind of like, well, we can we can part ways now if you wish, um, or else we can kind of sit down and chat. And that client decided to part ways. That was a very fixed mindset. I did my absolute best to facilitate as best I could. The lesson that I learned from it was I should have gone with my gut of that client was maybe not a fit for me that client was probably looking for and has sent me a message since and apologized for the behavior and outlined to me that it was kind of like there was a rough time going on and projected onto me and i really really appreciate that message didn't didn't have to didn't need to but that was a shown the how much evolution she had gone from from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset and now that client is working with me on a on a online platform because we're able to have that open conversation. It wasn't left on negative terms. It was left on positive terms. I saw that it wasn't necessarily working as a relationship, that there was other difficulties going on in her life. And now, and through kind of like a little bit more counseling for herself, which she's been so brave and honest to, to, to go to and facilitate that for herself. And that client's doing amazing now. And she's smashing pbs all these different things so it can be done going from that positive to a negative but i do really think the kind of like the story about the the tortoise and the hare is probably where a lot of people think that they can kind of coast along and get to where they want but to see real true determination and goals and stuff there will be difficult times there will be setbacks there will be injuries there will be finances there will be loads of different things that kind of fall into place can you change it yes can you change your mindset yes can you drop the stories that you have? A lot of us have stories. So if you ever, another exercise that you could do is if you get a piece of paper, left-hand side of the column, write out facts and write out the other side of it as an opinion. Write out the stories that you have that I can't lose weight. Is that a fact or an opinion? And a lot of things that you will say about yourself are actually an opinion. They're projected onto you. They're protecting you from fully committing to things they're projecting protecting you or sabotaging you from actually fulfilling what you can and if you read the expectation effect and i had the author on it's an amazing book a lot of us can push ourselves a lot further than we actually are we are within ourselves we're not reaching our full capability and the research has shown that when it comes to like strength goals that a lot of people are probably not hitting 20 like or within themselves by 20 or 30 percent like that's a huge, huge number. And that will make a massive difference. That 20, like if you got 20% or 30% more of your salary, you'd be delighted. So it's about pushing yourself that a little bit more mentally, physically, understand that you may need to step one is going to therapy and there's no shame or anything like that. And that's what a lot of people feel. They need to get to the really shit point in order to get to their goals they need or get to kind of need to therapy therapy shouldn't be needed when you get to the shit point that means it's kind of like if you have a broken arm you go to you'll go and get it fixed but 
if you go to the dentist or you floss daily when you go to the dentist it won't be as negative our response or you won't need to get fittings taken out of your head so i really hope that kind of why mindset is everything when it comes to everything really weight loss life in general so i really do hope that episode has helped if the examples that i've given have triggered anyone i really do sincerely apologize and thank you for the two clients that i've spoken about i've changed their names in this but i really do appreciate you for allowing me to kind of tell your stories and it really does help with kind of real life examples so i really hope you have enjoyed this episode of the podcast i really do hope that you've learned something from that if you're interested in working with me on a one-to-one capacity please just pop us a dm and we'll get you set up on a welcome call and if you want to work in the female fat loss group for the last intake of 2022 then the program will start you'll get your program on friday so it's starting on monday the 14th the program will start on monday the 14th tailor program tailored with videos tailored nutrition recipe books accountability facebook group everything everything is there it's the last group of 2022 you'll take you right up to the week before christmas and you'll be able to smash your goal so i really hope you've enjoyed this episode as always please do tag share whatever it may be and support the podcast thank you so much for listening